Hi guys, and welcome back to the Travis Podcast. Matthew here, giving a quick update before the episode starts. We originally recorded this episode about our personal experiences at university. However, I was stupid enough to delete this section of the show. Not sure how or why it happened, but we're only human and these things can happen. We still have a second half of the episode, chatting through a list of frequently asked questions from new students and basically giving truthful answers. So yeah, enjoy the episode. So, just busting some of these myths then. Um, we have got a little list. I think it's got like, what is it, 13, uh, 13 common misconceptions? And 13, we'll yeah. But number one uh, on this list, so this is from a website called Save the Student, um, which is quite a good website, actually. I think people should, should jump on it. It yeah. asks a lot of questions, gives you a lot of tips for like money saving and, and all that sort of stuff. Because, God, I mean, we could talk about this stuff all like all bloody day if we wanted to. Could be, yeah, yeah. Discounts and all sorts of stuff. Anyway. Um, so number one, do you need to be rich to go to uni? No. 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 I don't think you do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At least if you're a UK student, you don't need to be rich to go to uni. <laughs> I could yeah. I could feel the, the, the eye is piercing into the back of your no. head your missus. <laughs> I'm not, so, sure. I'm not sure it's hard to just survive in the maintenance loan, though. Yes, you're right. So for those that don't know, you do get a maintenance loan. You get you apply for student finance and they'll pay for your um, for your uni fees. So you don't need to worry about that. But then they'll give you or might give you a little bit of money towards living costs. Yeah. Um, yes, you probably though. have to get a job or a little part time job or whatever. But honestly, you can get away with two, three days a week, a uh, few hours in the evening at a pub or yeah. in the gym or just some part-time work that will get you by more than fine to be able to buy what you need, buy your accommoda- afford your accommodation, buy booze and get on. You've just got to take a bit of responsibility, I think. And, and, yeah. My, you know, my best mate worked in the bars, the, the bars and the accommodation. So... In, in in second year, they were still working in the bars because they got paid a good hourly rate. But also, one of the bars was never used. So what would happen is they'd go for an eight-hour shift and we'd literally just sit in there doing work and stuff with them and just chill and play table tennis or have a couple of drinks. And- That's a really good point, actually. Unis, the uni normally has um, student jobs available. So my uni also had yeah. student working and running the bars and they pay really well i mean our students were getting like 12 pounds an hour to just yeah they pay well so myth number two should you move away from home for university all right each of us should answer this yes i'm gonna say yes but i didn't move very far did i okay still moved away from home i'm gonna say i think one of the biggest things for uni is the growing up in inverted commas like independence and all right, let's put it let's put it this way. Okay, so if anybody listening, all right, picture yourself, because you, okay, we're going here for just your like the majority here, where you go out for a nice a good student night out on a Wednesday, mm. and you go drinking with all your mates. Fine, you go to their place, pretend you're living at home. You go to their place for pre-drinks or social or whatever. You get smashed. You're in the club. 10 30 11 o'clock because usually the students arrive in the clubs early yeah and then for entries and things like that 11 o'clock 11 30 you know you have a great night you're smashed 
and then you want to go home absolutely bladdered off your face because it will happen you'll get peer pressured into drinking or you'll drink too much or you won't know your limits yet or whatever you come home you throw up everywhere and then next day you have to face your parents <laughs> but, not also that, but not also that you've got people that you may want to bring back you've also got the commuting time yeah so i had a friend at uni who because i went to university of birmingham as i've said plenty of times which isn't any longer than 45 minutes from my house as a drive mm. but i had a friend who commuted on the train every day and his days were so much longer because every time that he wasn't on a train yeah. he was in a lecture and he was yeah. now constantly and there was a load of social things that he missed so personally i'd say yes you do need to move to uni yeah i but agree worried about it it's it, everyone's in the same boat everyone's moving somewhere that they've never been before yeah well, most of the time, just moving away and seeing different parts of your own country. I mean, yeah, I, I could have gone to my could have gone to my local uni because it's a very good import. I'm from Portsmouth, that's my hometown. Yeah. And uni has a very good life lifestyle down there, but I've seen it all. So I, I was, I've already, I was already 18 or 19 when I started uni, so I've already seen that life, that lifestyle. So yeah. you're already bored of it. So not bored of it, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer of moving away from your hometown because why do you want to stay the rest of your life? <laughs> good yeah. to see other places where you can. Couldn't agree more. Hmm. Right, number three. Um, should you buy stuff before you arrive to uni? Yes, but not loads of stuff. No. No? Oh, oh, I mean, no. not loads of stuff. I'm, I'm agreeing with Dan, yeah, not buying loads no. of stuff. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I would agree as well. I would go with no. Um, I bought a shitload of kitchen utensils. Yeah, everyone in my flat and house did exactly the same thing. We're like four kettles. Oh, what's the point yeah. of that? Yeah. Yeah, so so I, I, would, I would recommend like essentials, like super essentials, like a plate uh, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, your, your washing up stuff, your um, bath stuff, toilet stuff, whatever, that sort of stuff. Personal things. Yeah. It will be things that are shared as well. That was something I had to get used to. Because I'm used to buying stuff and then me using it. So I'd buy a carton of milk, leave it in the fridge, and it'd be gone the next day. Yeah. But you adapt to that quite quickly. You agree no, with I never people. had that issue. We never had that issue in my uni um, in terms of like other people using stuff. Everybody was very much, this is yours, it's yours. Like, yeah. So I was, I think I live with people that were quite like, it was normal for them to share stuff all the time. And like, I, I don't have a problem with sharing things, but obviously I'd rather have known. Yeah. Um, but you, again, you adapt to it. You learn. You learn very quickly in the first couple of weeks that you're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah I mean, situation's going to be with like stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, so I, think, I think a good idea is to ask your parents to give you some like a hundred pounds to towards something, or a hundred, or however much towards like. Okay, I might not need this because other people might have it, but if I need it, you know, rather than buying it for you, because chances are they'll buy it for you before yeah. you go. I mean, yeah, I was, I was in, in first year, I was in halls. So that's all you done for you. Like there was plates and cutlery and stuff obviously there's been used so many times it's a bit worn out and then the whole fridge situation each each floor had i think four kitchens so some people did raid other kitchens late at night when they're pissed and then you come next morning and your, your cheese is gone or your it was gone so the second third year was fine because i was only in the house of three other people and we'll yeah. just take it in turns buying bits like one person will buy bread one week one person buy milk one week or if you're feeling fancy we go shop together and buy loads of things together um, don't go shopping when you're hungry though as a student fucking hell you buy with them <laughs> 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 terrible um, but yeah I, 
Don't worry, yeah, not, not too much. I, mean, I, I went and did the whole uni shop with my mum before I went and fair yeah. play, bought everything that you could think of, but a lot of the stuff I'd never really used. Yeah, so it's, I think it's pointless the first year, it's when you get into, depends what you're doing, if you're in halls in first year, but if you're doing straight into home, then boy, you buy some stuff, but yeah. But usually you're going to be in a student house anyway, that student house is going to have some stuff in it ready for you. Yeah, Put that's true. Right. I had a packet of pasta bought for me for Freshers Week. Yeah. I opened that packet of pasta when I moved into the house in Surrey, four years down the line. Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what, you, what? You, you do find things you just don't use, but yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Right. Next myth, is it worth having an ensuite room in halls? Yeah. Again, if you can afford it, because yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, but yes. Yeah. If, if, so, if, if it's an option, yes. Yeah, funny story. So my halls um, that I lived in at Brunel, um, I went through. I went to Brunel through clearing, and um, when you go through clearing, it's like your last option. You're basically left with whatever's there. You don't get an option of choosing halls. Um, there was a new complex built called the Bishop's Complex, and it was properly nice, like ensuite, had a bed and everything, like, like a single bed, like all new, new stuff. It had been redone, and there was a particular halls which were one of the original halls at the uni um, called uh, Faraday. And those halls were, by the pictures, absolutely trash. Like they yeah, were absolutely Some of mine, yeah. And I got that. And I got that with some of my friends that are really good mates now. And um, unfortunately, uh, no, not unfortunately, unfortunately for me, nobody knew that they had been completely redone. They spent like 15 million pounds redoing them. Yeah. Double beds. It was double beds. It was en suite. It was all brand new, new kitchens and everything. It was class. So, uh, right. yeah, I highly recommend And it was the cheapest halls out of every single one of them. Amazing. That's great. Yeah, I went, I went to visit the university and then um, I saw both well, ends of scale. I saw the bottom end and the top end with on suite. And I was like, I want top end. <laughs> just went straight in. <laughs> Got it. Because um, I just wanted to not share with some other people. I was a bit like against that. But then second and third, you obviously got to share if you want to go into homes with people, yeah. which is fine. I, I had decent accommodation first year. So I had an ensuite. I was given a disabled room just by luck, which meant that my room was bigger than everyone else's in the flat, but that was really? pure flip. There's one really, in it. Yeah. But I um I had catered accommodation. Yeah, I had that. That's great. Yeah. See, I hated it and I hated it for this reason. At Birmingham, you were given your student ID, and your student ID obviously was what you paid for stuff with if you had catered accommodation. You were given fifty pounds a week. If you didn't spend it, you lost it. The problem with that being is each meal was about £4.50. So you could basically have a sandwich for lunch and a dinner. That was it. You couldn't have three meals a day. Okay. And so the system at Birmingham is crap. It was crap when I was there for catered accommodation. I know that Durham does it a lot better. Um, and a couple of other unis do it a lot better. So you get three guaranteed meals a day, which is yeah, a lot. Like yeah. But Birmingham... Birmingham didn't, and I lost a lot of money towards the end of uni because I went home early. Yeah. So there were eight or nine weeks where I was traveling to and from uni, but not really using my accommodation. So I lost, what, what 400 quid? And right. that's that's a lot of money when you think about it like that. So yeah. I, if you're going to University of Birmingham, stay away from catered accommodation. It's a complete waste of money. <laughs> so it's quite good at where I was. I mean, it might have changed since then, but it was a point system. So I think breakfast was like two points, and then dinner was 
the rest of points probably maybe eight to make it 10 points a day. I don't know. But then you, I think you can do lunch stuff as well, but it was mainly breakfast and dinner. In a form of breakfast, it was what, 6am till 9am. I wasn't up at that time, so I didn't get it much, but <laughs> dinner was great. So it'd be, sometimes we had pizzas on a Friday and then just Your normal. points carry over? No, that's the only thing you can change them, but it was, it was good. So the, I was in pool, so it was easy to go and get to the catering, but the breakfast dinner was about, Again, quite good. So seven, probably at six to nine again. So six p.m. to nine. So a good break to go and get it and not miss it. And um, I use that a lot because you want to buy food all the time. So that kept me going. <laughs> nice. If you're struggling to find the right hair styling product, then you should check out the Natural Barber Company. They are this week's sponsors of the Tribes Podcast. They have created two hair pomades, Zeus and Hades. They are both all natural hair styling products that is both good for the earth and your hair. They are free of synthetics, petrochemicals, and other harmful ingredients that irritate your sensitive skin, and also plastic-free. Gareth Bale calls it his go-to hair product. If you shop now, you can get 25% off and free UK delivery with the code TRIBUS25. So visit the website naturalbarber.co. Now let's get back to the episode. So, next question. Does the first year of uni count? No. No. Okay, next question. <laughs> next. Does everyone does everyone meet their friends during freshers week? I think we've answered no. that more than that is no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what what if you don't like clubbing at uni? That's absolutely fine. Not right. well. Equally you can you can go clubbing sober if if you're someone that doesn't like to drink, doesn't yeah. pull you up. Yeah. Um my uni actually had my uni actually had a, a thing, I think it was on like Tuesday, no, Thursday nights or something called um the Bunny Cafe. Okay. where they had a cafe there and they would just let loads of bunnies out and you'd go there Seriously? and go... To- don't, you have, don't you have a bit of a bunny fetish? Because in the last episode, or one of them, <laughs> you want to know about bunny costumes. Now you're talking about bunny cafes. <laughs> yeah, well, might, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, you got to listen to the last episode to find out what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure um, I have a button in the corner. That's yeah, one. true. Um, not drinking at uni, is it possible? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Um, that one. As well. Could you get a part-time job while studying? Yes. yes. Having some spare income is a big thing. I um, I worked at PC World on the weekends. Did you? Nice. Yeah, and it was, um, yeah, it got me a solid amount of money coming in to be able to buy stuff. and. Yeah, it's a pretty good discount as well, isn't it? Pretty useful. Yeah, you do get a discount on some good stuff. So, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Think about where you'd work. Um, so I, that's what a tip I'd say, actually. If you're someone who likes tech, working something to do tech, if you want discounts on your booze because it's a pub that you always go to, yeah. go and work in a pub. If you want clothes, discount on clothes, whatever, go work in a clothes shop. Try and try and use it to your benefit is what I'd say. Yeah, that's a good shout. I, I worked in um, at Twickenham Stadium as a steward. That was quite good. Oh, no way. That's so I worked for all like, the rugby games, like the Six Nations and stuff. Um, crazy it was really good money i think it was about getting back there's changed probably loads i was probably on about 10 pound an hour and getting paid weekly as well and i second and third year i lived next to the stadium so my commute was about two minutes it was pretty good so um what's that must have been chaos when a match was on. yeah so my my bedroom looked out onto the floor the road going out so you look outside my bedroom window and you just thousands and thousands of people going to the games it was crazy yeah, I know. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, it's I great. Good stadium. 
yeah, I, unlike you two, I didn't work at uni, but I think you can you can get by on your maintenance earning grant if you're careful. But also, there's plenty of time to work. You've got so much free time yeah, at uni. I'm not free time, yeah. Whichever that's one you makes no odds. Yeah, and that's quite clear on third year. So I dropped the um shoot the stadium job mm. and worked in a retail just um, a couple of days a week uh, for Superjoy and thought if I come out of uni, I'm not going to get a job straight away. So I, d I took that job and then turned it into a full-time job straight out of uni. So I was working straight away. So I didn't want to go home. So I wanted to stay around the area. So I got a place in the same area at, yeah. university, at university, straight out of uni. So I didn't go back home and then try to get my first job nice. on the ladder. <laughs> Took me a good nice. half year. Well, that's good not to, have a, not to have like a, you did nothing kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, number 10, when do you need to sign for a house? So I think we kind of said you get you get pressured into signing for a house very early, and you get pressured very early by uh, estate agents to be like, sign for this, sign for this. It will go. Also, people, people that you know, or people on your course and stuff, will probably be pressured into signing. So you'll have people that sign for houses really early on. Yeah, I would say leave it until after Christmas. Yeah, yes, right. some of the some of the best houses might have gone, but I'd rather have a less decent house with better people. Yeah. Than decent house of shit people so just just yeah. wait I, I, like i said i was lucky i was lucky in the sense that i got on with my housemate my flatmates um in first year so i had a decent house in second year and then the third year everyone sort of went their own way so mm -hmm. had a, i had a good house in third year so i was quite lucky but i know people that jumped into a house of people that they didn't get on with in second year yeah. so just take your time there's no pressure yes people would you know, jump the back, jump the gun with um, signing for houses, and they'll do it before Christmas. Yeah, but there's no rush. There's no. I rush. think first year, if you want, you want a decent halls, maybe try and do it early. That's why I did. So I wanted wanted to be the on sweet bar. Yeah. So I did. I'm live on results day with halls. So yeah, yeah do your halls as soon as possible. That's yeah. definite. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is it first come first serve? I think mine was crazy. Most of the time it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, number eleven. Um, is everyone having sex at uni? We've answered that. No. <laughs> I mean, Despite I mean, what it, what it looks like. The answer is no. It's yes or no. Although I will, I will say, the importance of of getting tested and having, you know, taking precautions. Exactly. Experience of getting tested was slightly strange because I turned up at the clinic and Channel Four recording for a. <laughs> you in the episode. Put it this way, I was scared anyway because yeah. my brother had given me um, a very graphic description of what happens with a cotton bud and urethra and stuff. Yeah. So I was hacking myself and I've walked into this clinic in Birmingham and there's cameras like <laughs> everywhere. And I'm Wait, like, Dan. Oh, here's Dan. Here he is. <laughs> I went to the woman at the desk and was like, What's going on? And she was like, Just really normally, was like, Yeah, Channel 4 are filming an STD documentary. And I was like, Right. Yeah. He's like, would you like to be in it? And I was like, no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No. Yeah. So, um, not worth it. yeah, definitely, definitely work out where your nearest clinic is. You get given condoms all the time, so that's fine. But just, yeah, just be careful, be sensible and have fun. Just, you know. Okay, question 12. Do students live off beans on toast? Uh, yes, sometimes. Exactly. Uh, I did stop out of staple in my first year. Uh, in halls, there's no, there no cooker, so I made pasta in the microwave. It was really good. Mate, I made pizza in first year, pretty much. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what? Pizza and chicken nuggets and chips. 
yeah, not gonna lie, your first year is not the healthiest year in the world, is it? I've yeah. probably lost uh, a few years of my life on just in first years alone. Yes, yeah, it's mine. She just did. The amount of takeaways past yeah. the pizza. I um I actually was quite lucky because I can't cook and I, I I famously can't cook. I'm a trier, but I can't cook. Yeah. And in um in second year because I was having and I'm not joking, I was having chicken goujons and chips every night with a ham and cheese sandwich for lunch. My friend Ali decided because him and his brother, twin brother, were living together, and his twin brother's partner would they all cook tonight. So he was like, right, you come in and pay a quarter of the bills and we will cook for you. Right. And I was like, mate, I'll take that. So I was doing that for second and final year. Every time I wanted to, to go out for dinner, I'd be like, right, lads, I'm off. See you in a bit. Amazing. i dinner. I'd do the washing up. Jobs are good. Right. And- That's, uh, <laughs> wow. That's initiative, mate. That's showing initiative. Ali, I did not know that. Ali, the hat's off to you, mate. <laughs> He's a good cook as well. He made, a, he made an absolute killer shepherd's pie. That's real. Oh, well, to be fair, Holly makes a pretty good shepherd's pie as well. I mean... Oh, yeah. Bang on. Which is what we're having for lunch, I think. So, anyway. Nice. Um, 13. How easy is it to find a job after graduation? Hard. Oh, it, it depends, doesn't it? Yeah. I think... Self-stacking job, probably quite easy. Unless you've graduated now, in which case, probably quite difficult. But um, yeah. just generally speaking, like, I think all of us have not gone into a set career immediately or a career that we were going to spend our entire lives in immediately after uni. I took some time. I'm I did in. a bit of a gap year. You're still in uni. I'm still like, trying to find what I'm, you know, what, what's going to keep me going for 20 or 30 years. So then I think people get caught up on wanting to know what they're doing after uni or parents put pressure on kids like what are you gonna do for the job, what are you gonna do for this, what are you gonna do for that? My response to that would be is just again, take your time. If you consider that when you finish uni you're twenty, twenty one. So yeah. You're not even a third of the way through your life. You've got I'm twenty four and I'm still at uni. <laughs> You've still got two thirds of your life to live and most of that I imagine will be working. So Yeah. Is you've got plenty of time. If you want to take a gap year, take a gap year. You want to go and do a job as like a as a filler, go do it. Go and have some experiences. Go and make some some risky decisions if that's what you want to do. Yeah. There's no pressure. People will go straight into jobs. I know friends that went into uh, training for their uh, LPC and straight into training contracts for law. And again, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. It wasn't personally for me. I'm still finding my feet in terms of jobs, but something will come along. Yeah. And it's just having it's having the faith and having yeah having the the confidence that something will happen eventually and yeah. it will it even if it is just a shitty job until you find something you really want to do yeah. it'll it'll come it'll come yeah. so I was I was trying to be really proactive um to get I was really determined because third year I enjoyed third year but I was so done and just wanted mm-hmm. to earn some money to start my career so I between second and third year that summer break I stayed in my home app at uni. And had I think four internships between the whole of uni, a whole wow. summer break, and so wow. earned no money. And just luckily, my parents helped me pay for the rent, which is um, still owe some debt for that, you know. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, then, but thinking after that, I think, oh, great, my CV's got some experience on it. Did third year and then finished uni and just applied everywhere and had no response for about six months while still working at CV. 
the only person who was and I got the interview and got the job. The only yeah. one that responded. All the rest of the replies it was so hard. That's the thing. So, like, don't be bothered by rejection because yeah. I've had so many job re- like application rejections, mm. and it's a lot of the time it's who you know, not what you know. I was quite lucky in that Ali offered me a bit of a lifeline and working at the Wisley, mm. and you get to meet people that you would never normally have access to and things like that. But it's it really is a case of life will life will work out as it's meant to. Yeah. Like you will find something that you enjoy, and that'd be my big advice: is don't do something. Don't do a career that you you aren't going to enjoy because if you if you enjoy your work you don't work a day in your life, do you? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, in my full time job in my at retail, I was actually earning more than I was going to get my first career job. So yeah. my, when I got the when I finally got the job, I was like fucking yes. But then the salary was a uh, quite a big uh, drop, so I couldn't really afford the travel and stuff. Um, it was crazy, but you know, I had to do it, and it was all. All good, but you know, it took a long time, some dark days at working in retail. I mean, people love working in retail, some do, but I just it's nah, not, I is it? yeah. Well, look at you now, Matt, it's thriving, <laughs> trying to be, yeah, getting there. <laughs> Wonderful, all right. I think that's a fantastic place to end it there, right? Yeah, to and um, that's nice. yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode of um, story time, story yeah, time, dusty. Um, if you want us to go into more details about our personal experiences and funny stories at uni, then do let us know because we yeah. can definitely break down year on year what happened. Yeah, if you want. But we'll only do that if we get some decent responses from you guys. So let yeah. us know in the comments. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you in the next one.